let's talk about something fun. Vacation and vacation planning. Planning a vacation can be like a full-time job in a way, a fun job, but still a job. The goal of this podcast episode is to make it easy and fun to plan activities while on vacation, activities that everyone in your group is excited to do, and ways I've found to get the best deals and when I think it's worth paying more for a private experience and when it's better to go with the best deal. I'm sharing lots of tips for how to get the inside scoop on what to expect and how to best prepare for each activity and how to fill your days based on the goal of your vacation. We're talking about planning activities ahead of time so you have the most awesome vacation. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. We are going to have so much fun together today because we are talking about such a fun topic. We're talking about vacations and all the things you plan to do while you're on vacation. So many fun tips and tricks and hacks and different things I've learned through the years and through talking to so many different travel agents and concierge at different hotels. So I'm bringing it to you all in one podcast today because I've really learned when you plan the vacation, that's really just the first step. I mean, like the hotel and the the plane flight if you're flying, that's really just the first step. You have to plan what to do on vacation. So I am bringing to you all the ideas and different things I've learned along the way and honestly, mistakes I've made. Some vacations, I've kind of just been in the mood where I'm like, you know what? We're just going to go and figure it out. And as I've done more and more vacations, and sometimes there's more and more of us in the group and our family's gotten bigger, I've found that planning your vacation really well ahead of time is the best way to have a successful vacation. Now, that being said, I like to plan, 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 and then be very flexible with the plan. I like to have everything laid out and activities planned based on our goals of the trip, which we'll get into. But I also like to be flexible based on what happens once you get there and how it is and how everyone's mood is. Another thing I wanted to mention is I used to go on vacation with all this pressure, like it has to be perfect. We're taking all this time away, time away from work and the kids are away from school and we're spending all this money. It has to be, I almost set an unrealistic expectation of what it had to be. But listen, we're all people, we have good moments, we have bad moments, we get frustrated still. So I think having a realistic expectation and also knowing your crowd, knowing what your preference is and the group that you're going with, whether it's your family or friends or just by yourself, which is awesome, or just with one other person, a friend or your spouse, whatever it is, know your crowd. We're going to get into all the different things about asking them what they want to do. But like I said, I think it's really important to go into it with a realistic perspective and not expect everyone to be their perfect versions of themselves because that's just not life. And also be realistic. 
Like for me, I'm a person who I would do five major activities a day on vacation. Five. Every day, all day. I love it. My my husband is like a one activity a day kind of person. And I know that. So I sort of adjust accordingly. So we're getting into all of the vacation planning things. First, what's the main goal of your vacation? Is it to relax? Is it to adventure? Is it somewhere in between? A little bit of both. Have an idea when you start planning this, what's your kind of, what's your goal? What do you picture this vacation being? And based on where you're going, is it more of a relaxing vacation? Is it more of an adventure vacation? Is it a city? Is it a beach? Is it a desert? Write out. I love doing a brain dump. I love doing a brainstorm. So I always start with a blank piece of paper. Like I like a white printer, blank piece of paper, like printer paper, completely blank. So I can write notes and circle and do bubbles and and just really kind of brainstorm it out. For me, that's what works best. I don't like, for this, I do not like fancy planners or lists. I just start with a blank piece of paper and I write out what's our goal And then I brainstorm. I make a huge list of all the options. I also, at this planning phase, get an idea of budget. Usually by now, you would have booked your hotel and your flight or any of the logistics. So then you kind of know, okay, this is what we've spent already. This is around what I want to spend for the adventures. That's good to know because sometimes it will be worth spending more for a private experience. And I think other times it's worth getting the very best deal for it. And we'll get into all that. But have an idea of what you want to spend. So that way we can space out the money in the best way possible. Then we brainstorm, write it all out. And I do this by doing a huge deep dive. This is the same thing when I plan parties. I get all my inspiration at once. And so I never have to go back. Um, unless, you know, someone tells you some tip about somewhere you're going, maybe you're going to a specific island in the Bahamas and someone's like, oh, I've been and I've done something like that. But usually if you spend a couple hours on Google and searching, you will get all the ideas. So I write down everything, everything that remotely sounds appealing for me and my crew, anything from things at the hotel, like dinner. When I say activities, I just mean whatever you're going to do on vacation. So dinner, pool cabanas or beach cabanas, or maybe there's kids activities or a kids club. So I divided out what's going on at the hotel and then what's going on outside of the hotel. So it could be things like zip lining or maybe a hiking tour. If you're going to somewhere with hiking, maybe Montana or Arizona or whale watching or some sort of boating or kayaking or snorkeling, whatever it is, I write it all down. I search different things that people have done in different areas. And also, this is when I start calling in resources. So this is when I would call the concierge of the hotel. I would make friends with them and I ask them all the questions. They'll usually just want to send you their list, their PDF list of what's around there. So I'm like, cool, send it to me. I get the list. I I read it. And then I'll call back and say, okay, what's not on the list? What's the locals favorite? What's your favorite? What's the most memorable? These are my kids ages. What would you recommend? Like really, really ask them the questions. Cause a lot of times what I find is concierge are busy. They have a lot of people asking them for things. So they, you know, give their automatic response. But if you really ask them the right questions, you can get such great tips and help and advice for free. So make friends with the concierge where you're going. That's absolutely key. Look online, write out all the options. Ask everyone who's going in your group, in your family, what sounds fun? 
What sounds fun to you? What do you know about? Depending on their age, you might need to give them options. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll do a brain dump and I'll make my huge list and I'll give everyone a sheet of paper with all the things and I'll say, highlight what sounds fun. That way you don't get the like, I don't know. For my girls are nine and 10 and even my husband, I'll be like, what would, for my husband, it's like this. What would you do out of these? Highlight what you are willing to do and we'll go from there. And I'm telling you, it's great. And this learn from me doing it wrong In the past, I would kind of book things and I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to go through the headache of asking everyone and I'm just going to book what I think works and then we're going to get there and everyone's going to love it. And that doesn't always translate. (laughs) It didn't always work that way. So ask them up front. And that way you can kind of decide if everything is activities that you know works for everyone or maybe each person has their activity. So maybe one kid is like dying to go ziplining and everyone else is not so sure. So maybe that's the one kid's like big thing. And then maybe each person has their main thing they really want to do and everyone else is, you know, agrees to do it as well. I've done it both ways and it works great. So that way maybe everyone has their big thing. And everyone else goes along with it and everyone knows that they have their own moment. I love this because it just makes everyone feel, you know, special. Like your voice is heard. I know what you want to do the most. So we're going to make sure we get that all in. And then I've had other trips where we just kind of agree, okay, these are the five activities that everyone kind of is in agreement that this would be fun. So let's just do those. Whatever, whatever way it works, but I'm telling you, ask everyone what sounds fun. If you really want to be, if you really want to take it to the next level, print out the options, give them a highlighter and have them highlight because then you have it. You're not trying to remember like, oh, you told me like you have it all there. I love getting all the ideas and then sort of eliminating from there. So ask the concierge for help and look at reviews. Also, when you're talking to your kids about it, show them YouTube videos. This is one of my favorite things. I have no idea why I didn't think of it in years past, but when we were gearing up for a vacation and planning, I would put YouTube up on the TV where people have done tours of the different hotels just so they could know what to expect. They could get excited. It just makes the vacation more exciting. So show them YouTube videos of where you're going, get them excited, ask them what looks the most fun to you. Here's a video of the whale watching tour. Here's a video of the three-hour hike. Does that seem like something you would do? I'm a big fan of put yourself in your shoes the morning of and are you excited to do it? So look at YouTube videos, ask the concierge, and then read reviews, but cautiously. As we know, a lot of times people go to reviews when something went wrong or when they're upset. And I think that that isn't always the experience of most people that go. So look at the reviews, but also you can't take every one to heart because I think that's just kind of the nature of reviews, but it's also helpful if people give tips or things in there. Another thing that I love doing is search where you're going to go on social media. So say you're going to go to Turks and Caicos and you're going to go to the Sandals Resort there. So click on that location and see the different posts that people have posted about it. It's a great way to get a really realistic picture of where you're going, what people are wearing, what they're saying. A lot of times people will will post tips or you can see what restaurants people are eating at. It just gives you a visual. So go on Instagram, search the location of where you're going and kind of, you know, spend some time checking it out that way. I think that's really good. Same with YouTube. 
search where you're going and see what information is out there. There's so, there's just so much. I love people sharing all the awesome things that they find. So I think that we're silly not to use that as a resource to plan our own vacation. So look at YouTube, look at social media, look at reviews and, you know, really help that kind of plan how your vacation is going to go. Next, private options versus budget options. So this is one of my favorite things because I look at my total budget and I always want to figure out, okay, when is it worth it to pay more for more of a premium experience? And when is it better just to get the most reasonable? So what I do is I call the place directly, even if I'm booking through the concierge or if I'm booking online, I always call the place. And first I say, okay, this is it. This is this is my group. This is exactly who's going. I have three kids. Here are their ages, two adults. What's it gonna be like? Is there are there food is there food available? What would I need? Would I need bug spray? Should I bring towels? Should people be in water shoes? Whatever all the questions are, ask them all the questions. And then when you're deciding if there is an option of more of like a VIP experience, I always ask them questions about both experiences. Like basically describe it to me one way and describe it to me the other way. Perfect example. We just went to Maui and we went on this whale watching tour and it was fantastic. I must say one of the silver linings of COVID is a lot of these things that used to be super crowded now have more small groups. The other thing is a lot of times places have more reasonable private experiences than they did before because people are naturally distancing and not being in as big of groups. So I found that to be really great with traveling is one, the group experience usually isn't as big of a group, so it's cooler. And the private experiences are just more accessible. You know how some experiences, if you want to do it, it's, you know, starts at a thousand or two thousand dollars to be able to have a private experience. But now I think with COVID, so many people want to be just with their group, there are so many more reasonable options. So call. I always call and ask. And sometimes they'll offer you something that's not on the website. Okay, so back to Maui. So I called about doing a private boat. It was Presley's birthday that day. And I just thought, you know what? How cool if we could have our own experience and kind of tell them what direction we wanted to go and make it more of a celebration. And when I got the pricing for that, I was like, okay, that would take up a big, big chunk of my budget. What is it like if we do the group experience? And the group experience was super reasonable, I want to say the whole the um, whole boat experience was three hours. It came with breakfast and cocktails if you wanted cocktails. And it was around $80 a person, which I think is very, very, very reasonable. It was a nice boat. Um, it was perfect time of day, 10 a.m., uh, whale watching. Really, really reasonable. I was like, that seems pretty reasonable. Is it going to be? But is it going to be cool enough, especially since it's on her actual birthday? And I'm so glad I did the more reasonable option because it was great. It wasn't a huge, a huge, huge group. And, uh, you know, when you know how sometimes when other people are around, it kind of gives it energy and a pulse anyways. Like when we when we saw whales, everyone's like, look over there. So cool. And everyone ran to the other side of the boat. But it wasn't too crowded. And I was so glad I didn't pay the premium price for a private experience because it just wasn't needed. We were able to experience the whales and the boat and the fresh air and the breakfast and everything exactly the same way. So I always like to call and ask. 
and ask all the questions and know your preferences, know the preferences of other people in your group. Also, call and ask for last minute deals. Now, depending on if you're booking this trip way ahead of time or if you're kind of doing more of a last minute trip, there's all sorts of options. But even if I book it ahead of time, I'll still call the week before I have it on my calendar. Hey, call for last minute deals and I'll call. So maybe there was something that I booked the more budget option for. I'll call a week before. I'll look at my agenda and I'll call and I'll say, hey, we're booked. Let's keep it the whale watching. We're booked on this whale watching with this group. I just thought I'd call and see if you had any last minute premium experiences where we could have more of a private experience. But if you had any last minute deals. And a lot of times if people have the time and, and so many companies that run activities are small businesses, a lot of times they'll say, sure, I'll put you in a little bit earlier and you can have a private experience. So ask, it never hurts to ask. I, I've gotten the best deals by just calling and asking, whether it's a last minute deal or just in general. Uh, sometimes I've been able to get a lot better deals even than what shows up online for whatever reason. And I'll just say, hey, listen, we love vacationing. Um, uh, you know, if we have as great of an experience as it looks like we would from your website and what reviews have said, I'd be happy to post on social media for you and share. I love sharing awesome things. Um, I'd love to come in for this and this, just so they they understand that you would spread the good news. You'll leave a review. And I do that anyways. I'm not doing it just to get an upgrade or just to get something else. But just in general, I want them to kind of get a feel like, hey, we're coming in, we're excited. And, um, you know, we're going to we're gonna share how much we love it and why we went with your company and all that kind of stuff. So don't be afraid to ask. And if you aren't able to get a deal, try again a couple days before. A lot of times it is so worth it. So go through all that. Then what I do after I'm, I'm calling all these places, I get an idea of what we all want to do. I take out my plain white piece of paper. I map out every day that we're there and I make sure that I have a dinner booked every day. And again, know your cancellation periods. You know, if you had to cancel 24 hours before, 12 hours before, that way you're not charged and also just so you're courteous if you end up not making it. But learn from me. Do not go on a, especially if you have a big group, I think it's so much better not to go on a trip and just decide that you're going to feel it out when you get there. Because a lot of times things can be already booked and you won't get to do the things you want to do or eat at the places you want to eat. So I always book a dinner. I don't always book a breakfast or lunch because those usually are easier to get into, but I always book a dinner. That way we know we have it. And I have on my sheet of paper, I have all the phone numbers. So it's super easy if and I ask them what their cancellation period is. So that way I have it all on one sheet of paper. And when we're there, if we end up adjusting things, at least we have the reservation if we want it. And if I need to cancel, it's easy. And I know when I need to cancel, bye. So book your dinners ahead of time so that you're ne- never stranded. Get your calendar out and plan out the days. A lot of times if we are doing a vacation like we just did in Maui, I'll do a hotel day. So it's like beach. Um, I'll rent a cabana for the day and then do a pool uh, pool cabana. I'm oh, sorry, a pool cabana, do the beach and stay at the hotel. Then the next day will be an adventure day. Then the next day back at the hotel. So you kind of change it up. Again, that's where we go back to our main vacation goal. The first thing that we put on our brainstorming page so that we kind of know what's the goal and then plan the amount of activities based on kind of your goal of the trip. So I lay out and I make sure I do all the logistics. I map the different addresses. 
maybe you're going to a city um, on a city vacation and you're going to different museums and you're checking out different things like that. I always map it and I put it all, I write it all out. You could easily type it if that's better for you because I'm taking these notes with me. That way when I wake up in the morning, I'm not re-mapping things and Googling things and figuring it out. I just do it once. So look up the logistics, like travel time between each place. And also, I always leave my little notes here based on what they say. So if they say, bring water shoes, I'll put that in the notes just so I don't, so I don't forget anything by the time the day actually comes. So you keep all your notes in one place and that way you're not putting the pressure on yourself to try to remember it. So when I call each place, I ask them all the questions. What will the experience be like? What would be helpful to have? Like I said, do I need water shoes? Do I need towels? Are there bugs? Uh, based on the time of year that we're going, do you have any recommendations? What do you do? Like I'll t- like we just went parasailing not too long ago. So I called and I was like, hey, what time of day do you take your family parasailing? And the guy's like, 9 a.m., best time to fly, only time I'll take my family best time for weather. It's the smoothest. I'm like, perfect. That's what I want. You know? So call them and ask them, but ask the right questions. You know, like I said, people are busy and they're used to giving the automated answers. So ask them the questions that will really get you the best experience when you get there. If you've listened to my other vacation podcast, you know I love shipping a box ahead of time on vacation. It is my secret weapon for being ultra prepared and also for still traveling light. So what I do is most of the things, sometimes I will ship a box there and ship a box back if it's bulky stuff that I need. So if we want to bring all our own snorkel gear and fins, then I'll ship it there and I'll know that I'll still have to ship that back. But a lot of times I'm able to do it with consumables. So it's sunscreen that I put in Ziploc bags so it doesn't you know, mix with the food if anything leaks. And I do cereals and snacks for the hotel room, whole bunch of stuff that's consume, that, that you actually consume. So that way I'm packing snacks when we go on these activities and I'm not having to find a market or risk everyone being hungry. So I love shipping a box ahead of time. And if you're doing an adventure, you might want to bring your own supplies and then either decide that you're going to make room in your suitcase on the way home or plan to ship the box back. But I'm telling you, that's my favorite way to be prepared for anything especially when your kids are little and you're bringing floaties and you're bringing a life vest or as your kids get older and you're bringing goggles and if you if they have specific pool toys or all the things, diapers and wipes, things like diapers and wipes and formula consumables are so great to ship because then you use them while you're there and you just toss anything that doesn't get used in your suitcase and it's just so easy. So ask them the questions and then put anything you could need if it's bulky in the box that you ship to the hotel ahead of time. You just call the hotel, tell them you're going to ship a box and make sure that you ship it in enough time so that way you know it's there safe and sound. So I'll ship it and I'll track it. Then I'll call the concierge and say, hey, just making sure you have my box. So that way, if in the unlikely event that your box gets lost or anything goes missing, you know before you fly to go on vacation that you need to replace that stuff. I've never had it happen, but I always do that. I always ship it at least a week ahead of time so I know the box gets there and I am so good. And then I can travel pretty light because I've shipped a whole bunch of that stuff ahead of time. Last minute deals. Another way to do last minute deals is 
ask the concierge if they know anyone personally. Like, like I said, a lot of these are smaller companies, small businesses. So a lot of times I'll call them and say, okay, here are the five different things that we're doing. I wanted to see about upgrading or I wanted to see, or maybe things that you didn't book. Maybe when you were doing your budget, there were a couple of things where you're like, I want to do that, but it's out. So then I'd call the concierge a week before and say, hey, or three days before. And I'd say, hey, we really wanted to do the zip lighting. We ended up not booking it. Do you know of any companies who might give us a deal? I just think there are so many ways to get deals. You just have to ask. It's really crazy. And when you're mapping out your your time there, I'm telling you, the more detail you can add to this list, the better. Because once you get there, you know, it goes fast. Even if you're relaxing, you're going from one thing to another and you don't want to be in planning mode. So I do all my planning ahead of time at home. If I know anyone that's gone there, I'll ask them ahead of time and I put everything. And then when I leave, I have my manifesto. I know where every dinner is, what time, I have my notes, bring your water shoes, bring your bug spray. I just have it all on one sheet of paper. So that way, when anyone asks what we're doing or when we're thinking about changing things, I'm not sifting through emails and confirmation codes. I'm not waiting for um, confirmation from the concierge. I just have like literally my whole agenda of everything that we're doing. When the cancellation period is, because I'm telling you, the whole goal is plan, 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 plan while you're at home and you have enough time to do it, then be so flexible. Be flexible if everyone's exhausted in their life. We want to cancel all the activities the next day. It's just too much. Okay, perfect. Cancel because you have it, you have it booked and you're willing to. I always when when I was doing the more casual vacations when I didn't want to book things ahead of time, I was just like, oh, I don't want to spend all this time and then who knows once we get there. But I'm telling you, it's so nice to just have a plan and it just, it just seems so much easier when you've thought through the details and you've been able to sidestep possible explosions, you know, because you've called and you've asked all the questions. It's so easy when you're in a new city for things to go sideways and things to not go as planned. So I absolutely love asking all the questions ahead of time. That way you can try to avoid those headaches and those time sucks. You know, sometimes something unexpected happens and, you know, it kills an hour. Like you only have so many hours on vacation. I would just rather spend my time at home overly asking all the questions and calling different places and asking all the things. So that way I can try to avoid headaches when you get there. And again, it's not going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect, but it will be awesome because you're going to be with people that you love doing really fun, cool things in a place that you're not used to going. Whether you're going somewhere that you've never gone before, or you like the same, your creature a habit and you like going the same places over and over. I think there's something to be said about planning it out ahead of time. So you have a really smooth vacation that is memorable, that is memorable and that is special for everybody. I'm telling you, do your huge brainstorm at the beginning, ask everyone what they want to do, and then make your budget, make your vision for the vacation and plan it out that way. And even if you have notes all over the place, make yourself one sheet of paper that has everything. I don't even print a calendar. I literally just do it on a blank sheet of paper, write out every little thing. If you kind of have windows like, okay, we'll be at the pool from 12 to two this day, then we'll head out this, like do all your little notes, anything that you want to make sure that you remember. 
Also, when you're booking it, make sure you put the cancellation periods down so you have it. I like putting the phone numbers there. So I'm not even Googling for the phone number. I just, I mean, listen, if you called them to begin with, you might as well just write the phone number down on your whole manifesto and it makes it so nice and easy. For me, planning activities and dinners and meals and beach cabanas, pool cabanas, doing it this way has made for much more full vacations for us. I just feel like we got so much more out of it when the logistics were kind of removed and everyone's not involved. There's not a hundred opinions. Okay, where should we go for breakfast? Or, you know, where should, I always have an idea of what the options are. So you're giving, you know, a couple options to your people rather than waking up and just kind of figuring everything out as you go, especially with kids. I just think that having a plan makes it so much less stressful on everyone. And asking all the questions before you get there is so valuable so you don't feel like you're working on vacation. Like I said, planning a vacation can feel like a job. I've, I've um, you know, sometimes spent the majority of an entire week leading up to a vacation uh, planning activities or, you know, finalizing all the things. But I'd much rather do that and have a really smooth, fantastic, memorable, next-level vacation. And I'm telling you, you can do this even on a budget. Some of my favorite activities have been really reasonable where I'm like, oh my gosh, that was $40. That was $80. That was so cool. Like we'll remember that forever. And then other times it'll be the type of thing where you're, okay, if everyone really wants to swim with dolphins, that usually is a more, that's just a more expensive event. And then they always get you at the dolphin swimming. Mark my words, they always get you for like a $300 um, zip drive of all your photos and your videos, but you have to buy it because you're not allowed to have your own camera there in the water. So it's expensive to begin with. And then you have to get the photos because otherwise you have no photos from this really cool experience. So ask questions like that. Ask questions if, um, you know, especially if you are really doing, if you really want to keep your budget nice and tight, ask all the questions. Are there, what's included? What are possible add-ons? So you just kind of have an idea of what to expect. I'm telling you, doing the work ahead of time before you go on vacation will make it so much more fun and special for each person that goes because you're listening to them. You're listening to what they want to do and then you're going to work and making it really nice and organized and smooth and easy so everyone can enjoy once you get there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this really helped in your vacation planning and helps you have the most awesome vacations um, that you are planning coming up for this summer and in the coming years. Thank you so much for listening, my friends, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.